Hello and welcome to the Dynamite Podcast. My name is Joe Rybant, and each and every week we'll be here talking about the week ahead, the week that was, and much, much more. We're all dug out from the big weather event last week. We're past Valentine's Day, and I'm recording this on my daughter's sixth birthday. Happy birthday, although she's not listening. And this week we have three titles hitting store shelves as the New York Comic Con looms over the horizon. Be sure to hit the shelf if you're in the area, and be sure to hit your local comic shop this week to check out the new Dynamite books. As always, for any fans picking up this week's books or any other Dynamite comics, be sure to head on over to the Dynamite message boards and tell us what you think. I have been absent from the boards due to a heavy, heavy workload. I apologize for that, but we have an able-bodied man in the form of Tom keeping an eye on things, and he passes questions over to me should they arise. So have no fear. We're here to answer your questions. Also this week, the third part in a special series of podcasts, the third and final part, I believe, featuring new Battlestar Galactica Zarek writer Brandon Jirwa interviewing Tom Zarek himself, Richard Hatch. Now, on to this week's books. First up, new Battlestar Galactica number six, written by Greg Pak, with art by Nigel Rayner, covers by Rayner, Stefan Sedgik, Jonathan Lau, and a BSG photo cover, all shipping in equal ratio. This issue continues the second storyline in our first season of all-new Galactica comics as Sharon arrives with her barbarian horde and yet another group of pirates attacks the Galactica. As Sharon and Adama face each other, of course Adama knows she's a Cylon, a version of her shot him after all, but she doesn't know it. She's loyal and ready to serve. Also this week, Highlander number 4 by Michael Avon Oming and Brandon Jirwa, art by Lee Motor, cover art by Tony Harris, Billy Tan, and Dave Dorman. Our opening story arc comes to a globe-spanning conclusion from Oming and Jirwa, along with Motor, as Connor and crew race to destroy the remnants of the Kurgan super-soldiers in the present, and allegiances fall apart and a traitor is revealed. And of course, the next issue of Highlander number 5 is a special done-in-one featuring the art of Kevin Sharp, written by Brandon Jirwa Solo. Lee Motor, of course, has gone on to Painkiller Jane, where he is working on issue number one of that series, and issue number six of Highlander will begin a new story arc by writer Brandon Jirwa, solo, and uh, new artist Fabio Laguna, and we are rolling on that series as well. Third and final title out this week is Classic Battlestar Galactica number four, written by Rick Remender with art by Carlos Rafael, covers by Dave Dorman, more on that in a minute, and Carlos Rafael. Issue number four features more pulse-pounding action as Starbuck, Boomer, and a band of ragtag colonial survivors work desperately to defeat the Cylon menace and make their way back to the Galactica. Issue number five will wrap up this story arc, and then of course we have Cylon Apocalypse by Javier Grillo Markswatch, and again the returning art of Carlos Rafael. That runs for four issues, and then we have another special Battlestar Galactica event, which I will be speaking about in the coming weeks. It is written by another well-known writer, and it features a familiar concept reworked for the Battlestar Galactica universe. Now, about that Dorman cover, there is a version out there with a spot-on Commander Adama but we could not use it due to likeness issues. So the version on stands is intentional, and let us never speak of it again. Also a special note, in stores on March 7th, 2007, Marvel Zombies vs. the Army of Darkness number one. That's right, on stands, in stores, March 7th, 2007. The Marvel Zombies come face to face with Dynamite Entertainment's Ash from the Army of Darkness, of course. Ash lands in the heart of New York just as the zombie outbreak begins. This series serves as a prequel to the Smash Marvel Zombie series from Robert Kirkman and Sean Phillips of last year. And of course, look for classic 
homage covers from Arthur Sudam, and the first issue features an homage to the days of future past. Now, Dynamite in the News. This week, the Comics Review takes a look at The Adventures of Red Sonja, Volume 1, saying, quote, It was a pleasure to read these stories again after so many years, over 30 to be exact. They are good sword and sorcery fun, and I'm ecstatic that Diamond has reprinted them. End quote. Go check out the full review at thecomicsreview.com. Also this week, Best Shots at Newsarama took a look at two previous Dynamite titles, and you can find that over at newsarama.com. First up, they took a look at Battlestar Galactica Zarek number 2. And a quick note, we are proofing and sending to press Zarek number 3 this week, as well as, I believe, we're sending to press New Battlestar Galactica number 7 and Lone Ranger number 5. So those should be in stores for the next couple of weeks. Speaking of Battlestar Galactica Zarek number 2, Best Shots reviewer Troy said, quote, Behind a vividly terrific cover by Adriana Batista is another strong entry in the tale of BSG's favorite revolutionary. I called this book topical before, but that applies in even deeper fashion as the story progresses. The notion of the soul-crushing cost that one must sometimes endure to be a patriot comes to the fore in this issue as Zarek has to commit two extremely brutal acts in the name of his beliefs. This is particularly interesting for fans of the TV series, as you first meet Zarek in a fully formed state, wrapped in the surprise casting, Richard Hatch of the original BSG. The fleshing out that Zarek receives here is welcome to viewers, but makes for gratifyingly politically astute comic regardless. Excellent. Thank you, Troy. Glad you get it. Also this week, Troy took a look at Darkman vs. Army of Darkness number 3, saying, quote, Even though I've enjoyed this series for finally dragging Darkman back out of the, well, darkness, I think that I would get to enjoy the adventures of Dr. Westlake a bit more if he were given a book of his own. Granted, this is fun, but, over the top, but the over-the-top nature of Ash and his continuing battle with the Deadites occasionally short-circuits the pathos that Darkman could generate. Big points, though, for incorporating references to not just the original Darkman, but the two, albeit inferior, sequels. James Fry somehow manages to strike the right artistic tone between humor, horror, and action, and Busick and Stern do good work on the script. As things wrap up next issue, and as Ash moves to fight Marvel zombies, I'd urge the gang at Dynamite to give some thought to giving Darkman his own book and letting it breathe in that funky, gothic, science fiction noir blend that the first movie evoked. Well, Troy, we are working on our own all-new Darkman series, and I think you're going to be happy with the end result. Also, over in the review forums at Newsarama, there were some people taking a look at the recently released Lone Ranger number 4. Go check it out in the Lone Ranger number 4 review thread. Death Metal Metro says, quote, Thumbs up for The Lone Ranger number four. Spoiler free. This is a masterful retelling of an old story with beautiful execution across the board. All of the above mentioned creators. He gives, it a, he gives the story an A+, the art an A+, and the cover an A+. That is very, very nice of him. You can read his full thoughts on the issue over at that review thread. Our own Mad Mikey D was also in that thread saying, quote, as I get to the final pages, as with each of the previous issues, I am filled with the chill of anticipation and cannot wait for the next issue. And isn't that really the basis of a good comic series? One that makes you want to read the next issue right now? He also gives Lone Ranger number 4 a grade of A+. Now then, Astronado, pronunciation may vary, says, quote, I agree this was A+. I think the Lone Ranger team has delivered a nicely done modern take on a classic character. Yes, this was the classic origin, but it's fleshed out and you feel for the characters. Hard to ask for more than that. 
and more of the same in that thread. Go check it out or hit the dynamite boards with your own thoughts. I was talking to Lone Ranger writer Brett Matthews last week, and we're going to get him on this podcast to answer some questions in early spring. Stay tuned for more details. In fact, I'm working, slowly to be sure, on getting all of our creators on this podcast, so stay tuned for your chance to send in questions. Now, before we go, let's do a dynamite tease of the week. And actually, I'm going to add one from my script here. I'm going to say that we are uh, thinking of another big crossover involving Ash. And we were talking about it in the office yesterday. Yeah, it's going to be pretty big. Uh, After, of course, the Marvel Zombies. And uh, sometime either before or after the other big crossover that I've mentioned involving Ash. A lot of big things here at Dynamite. But you'll see. They're all going to happen. They're all going to be fleshed out right here in the pages of our emailers and right here in the virtual pages of our podcasts. Uh, The scripted tease of the week that I wrote up earlier today is uh, that on their way to the New York show, a good friend of Dynamite's is visiting the offices tomorrow, Wednesday, and he's bringing a director friend with him, a very famous director friend, actually, and they're going to come by and talk comics with the Dynamite crew, and I can say no more. And that'll do it for this week. Thanks for listening. As always, email us and tell us what you think. We may just send you something for your thoughts. You never know. And as always, we can be reached online at dynamiteentertainment.com, and I can be reached at submissions at dynamiteentertainment.com or letters at dynamiteentertainment.com. To find a comic shop near you, visit csls.diamondcomics.com or call 1-888-COMIC-BOOK.